Okay, Boker Tov, Boker Tov. Today is Tanya. We're learning in memory of Jack Hacken. His yard site is today, the 23rd of Shvat. Uh, may his neshama, Yaakov, have an aliyah, bless his family, and all of Kal Yisrael. Amen. Today we're concluding chapter number 23 in Tanya. And um, basically, what we said so far is that the highest level is study of Torah. In a way, it's even higher than performing the mitzvot. Because when you do the mitzvah, your hand, giving, let's say, charity, tzedakah, or your hand wrapping the tefillin, and putting the mezuzah on the door, at that moment becomes connected to the will of God, but it still remains separate in that it's a hand. And then it's doing the will of God. It would be similar to a wagon that follows the rider, that the wagon does what the rider says, but it doesn't become the rider. It, becomes, it stays separate. Whereas, when you learn Torah, when you're learning the Torah, your mind becomes completely united with the Torah, your thoughts, your intellect, it becomes one, not just, not like a wagon to a rider, and not even like a soul and a body, that they're technically much stronger, they're much more together than a, a wagon and its rider, but they still can be separated. But when you learn the Torah, your mind becomes completely one with the Torah. That's why... That's why the Torah, Talmud Torah Keneget Kulam, the Torah is greater, is what we're saying. And he says, From this explanation of the lofty stature of the Torah study, the wise man will be able to draw upon himself a sense of great awe as he engages in the study of the Torah. Why? When a person meditates, when he considers, he meditates, how his soul and its garments of thought and speech that are found in his brain and mouth are truly fused in perfect unity with the divine will and the infinite light of the Ein Sof that is manifest in them. In other words, the soul and its garments when he studies Torah. This infinite light, in other words, that you get, that your mind and your soul connects to. When you learn Torah, this infinite light manifests in one's Torah study is of such a lofty level that all the upper and lower worlds are truly as naught in comparison with it. Or in fact, there's absolutely nothing at all. So much so that they can only bear to have a minute glow of it clothed in them without their reverting to nothingness altogether. Their main life force which they receive from it, however, is not clothed within them, but animates them from outside, from the outside, so, so to speak. That's called Soviet Kalam, encompassing light, in a transcendent, encompassing manner. So when a person considers... That the very same divine light that is completely beyond the capacity of the worlds manifests itself openly in the Torah study, in his Torah study. The thinking man will naturally experience a sense of awe when he studies Torah. This is the meaning of the verse in Deuteronomy. And God commanded us to fulfill all these statutes in order to fear God. According to this verse, observing the mitzvot would appear to be the first step. And this leads to the fear of God. Logically, however, the performance of God's commandments would seem to be a result of one's fear of Him and not vice versa. First you fear Him, then you do the commandments. 
And here it says that the statutes, that the mitzvot, leads to fear of God. Now the Rebbe therefore explains that the above verse speaks of a higher level of awe. That, in other words, there's a level of awe that you need before you do the commandments. Then there's a level of awe that, that which is a prerequisite for, so there's a, it's higher than the level that's needed, a prerequisite for fulfilling mitzvahs. This level can only be retained as a result, attained as a result of one's observance of the commandments. Now if the commandments lead one to a higher level, in the fear of God, surely the study of Torah leads one to a still higher level. Now the Rebbe now discusses this. Valyira, this is the brackets. Valyira gdeila zu amru imein chachma in yira. Regarding this great fear, our sages said this level, high level of awe of God. If there's no wisdom, there is no fear. Pirkei Avot, chapters of the ethics of the fathers. In this context, wisdom represents Torah study and fear, the higher level of awe of God, which can be reached only by way of Torah. By contrast, the statement, if there is no fear, there's no wisdom, refers to the lower level of fear, which is a prerequisite for Torah study, as stated above. In relation to this level of fear, the Torah is called the gateway to the dwelling. Basically, in other words, the sole means of entering the dwelling is the higher level of fear, as, as, as is explained elsewhere in the, in the parentheses. So this, this, when you when you learn Torah, you can reach the level of Yira the higher level of fear of God, all of God. Not every mind, however, can sustain such a fear. Yet even he whose mind cannot bear such a fear, nor even any minute part of it. Because the root and source of his soul derives from an inferior level, the lower gradations of, ten sphere, of, the, of the ten spherot of the worlds of Asiya, even he should not be deterred from the actual performance of the Torah and the mitzvot for want of this fear, as will be explained further. In other words, this higher level of awe is not needed to perform the mitzvot. You could do it with the first level of fear, but through Torah you could reach this higher level of awe. That concludes chapter 23. May God as it says, remove the cover of our heart to really have awe of God and love God with the coming of Mashiach now. Amen. Have a wonderful day.